There we go. This day just really got away from me. I mean, you look incredible, though. Oh, my God. Thanks. I tried a new way of blow drying my hair where I tried to get, like, curls. Mm-hmm. And it, like, kind of worked, kind of did. Yeah. So. Are you going somewhere? We'll where see. are you going tonight? My dad has been trying to start Tuesday Night Bowling League for a while I'm now. I'm obsessed. So. And I'm moving in immediately. Well, yeah. He's been wanting to do it. And I keep, like, not really being able to because we record the podcast mm-hmm. on Tuesdays. And finally, I was like, you know what? Like, I'll just see if I can record the podcast earlier. And then we can go bowling at, like, 7. I love um, it. So TBD, we're just going. We're just going to leave when I'm done tonight. But yeah, Mike has been trying to get a bowling. It's not really a bowling league. It's more just like our family going. Bowling. I'm obsessed with that, and I'm coming. <clears throat> I'm coming immediately. Like the next time I'm there. Well, if that's what we have to do to get you back here, then hell <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm um, so there. It's insane. I know. Well, he keeps he keeps being like, when is Nicole coming back? When is the next federal holiday? Like, when is she? Because you just usually are here on I federal know. holidays. But I feel like the past couple of times I've been going to I know. you. But summer is coming. So. I know. It's almost time. I just feel like it's the Cape holidays are like really tough. Like, between like November yeah. and like February is like a really tough time. I feel like it's hard yeah. to get around. But now we're coming up on the season – the warm weather yeah. is coming. That means Cape exactly. Cod. Exactly. Now I want to spend the entire summer. I'm living on Cape Cod this summer. Yeah. So you can count Bowling on Bowling League Tuesdays. <laughs> Mark it down on your calendar. I'm there. I can't wait. Carly's not invited. No. Because she hates bowling. Sorry, Carly. Yeah. No, she can't come. She can – my mom doesn't love bowling either, but she's she's bought into the idea of Bowling League because we might do our after party at Bowling, at bowling right. Alley. So she's got to. My mom's like she's got to start training. Mom's like, I guess I have to like start, yeah. like thinking about it and like start practicing. So she's in yeah, mother now. of the bride so can't be embarrassing. No, and she can't like not do it. Like she has to partake. So that's where we're. I'm at obsessed with that in my I'm house. Obsessed with this that. is this is living with your parents at 30 years old. <laughs> you're not even 29 yet. Nick's almost 30. Though. I know. You're almost in your 29th year, so welcome to the club. We're close. You're getting We're there. Close. I am the baby of TG1. You are. You are. That's Wonder for sure. One baby. Wonder One baby. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, you know what? I mean, I would like to say, everyone, welcome and look at our faces. Surprise. If you're listening to this, just wherever you get your podcasts. You can also watch this if you want to, because this is the first time we are putting our podcast up on YouTube. On YouTube. We're on YouTube, bitches. <laughs> Smash that motherfucking uh, subscribe button. Subscribe. <laughs> literally like and subscribe. We got to do some yeah, like, this clickbait, after... like clickbait cover photo. Oh my God, you're right. <laughs> You'll I never know. guess what these well, two girls are talking about. Two girls, one what? <laughs> But yeah, so yesterday, it'll be yesterday by the time this goes out, yesterday, we had some very exciting news. It was a rebrand. Your girls are rebranding. It wasn't just a rebrand. It wasn't just a rebrand. For the podcast, we did get a new podcast cover photo, which if you guys have been following along on our socials, you saw that we were doing a photo shoot the other week, and that was what that was for. Mm -hmm. So we're psyched about our new cover art we have all new branding thanks to you all know her you love her riley our queen um, our savior our queen <laughs> our guardian angel <laughs> our farmhand <laughs> we have a new website we have some new merch and we have a new partnership so like there's it's all coming up tg1f at the moment i would say 2023 is our year and we've been saying that for a while now every year we say it's our year <laughs> and every year is better than the last you're really right <laughs> every year you're is so better than the last. Right. so are we wrong we're not no. wrong 2023 is our year so hopefully we have some other really exciting things coming out of the woodwork as well you know, we've got some exciting opportunities lined up. I'm just excited to see kind of where this year takes us. And like, I think you and I have really been wanting to put more energy and effort into TG1F and like knowing what we would be able to do if we like 
really, really, really put a lot of effort into it. And so I think, you know, after this photo shoot, we've kind of wanted to to take a little bit more of a professional spin on it and yeah. really just show the motorsport community that like we're not just a couple of fangirls and like we are actually very serious about this and like we're here to stay so you better get used to it amen not that being a couple no, of fangirls is a bad no. thing but we're just not we're not two fangirls that are just here for a good time we're also for, here a, long for time, a long time 100%. and we have a lot of plans and we i mean everyone i well, maybe not everyone knows that's what <laughs> everyone knows about everything we're doing always <laughs> everyone knows but you may not know this but nicole and i did make two girls one formula into a legitimate business last year so this is something that we do take really seriously and we like to laugh and joke and have fun and that's like the ethos of our brand but it is a business and it's something that we we take very seriously as a business and it's something we want to take even more seriously and we want other people to take us seriously as a business as well. And so, you know, while a lot of our content and a lot of our vibe goes into like memes and gossip and rumors and just like laughing and having fun, like there's definitely a lot that we know that we can do and plans that we have to really create some awesome content for people and just kind of be the change you wish to see, <laughs> like be the content that we wish that we mm-hmm. and what we want to see. And I think that we have really unique perspectives on the sport and about how it impacts society and how it relates to pop culture and how it relates to fans and especially fangirls. And so I think there's a lot we really want to do and want to put a lot of time and effort and resources into. So this kind of branding change, while you know, we hyped it up and some of you may not be super excited, like not like, okay, girls, relax. You like took a f- couple photos of yourself, but this is like a really big deal for us. And it's just the culmination of what I feel like what we're doing now really represents who we feel mm-hmm. we are and what we feel this business is. I think, you know, we started this, what, three years yeah. ago and I went on Canva and I found a couple of fonts that I thought were fun and I wrote TG1F and Two Girls in Formula and then we paid $20 to someone on Fiverr to draw us as cartoons and we put like almost no thought into branding because we really didn't think anything was going to come of it and we've just been surprised ever mm-hmm. since. So it was just kind of about time that our branding and our visual aesthetic caught up to where we are now so that's why this is so important and exciting for us so hope you guys are also excited for not only this but what's to come because this is not like a one day announcement this is like the start of something new this is the start (laughs) of something new it it feels so right to be here to be here with with you you. (laughs) anyways enough being sincere (laughs) enough Enough sincerity sincerity is scary no in in all reality like it's just very fun and like again you and I started this and we thought it was like nothing and we were just like starting as a joke and to see to like be at an actual photo shoot with our like podium Ferrari Trento bottles like podium size Ferrari Trento bottles like the whole time I was just like this is so silly like this is so silly like this can't be serious like it was just so silly and like to think we were just like we started this because we wanted to not be horny on Maine like at the end of the day we were like we don't want to be horny on Maine And we wanted to just post hot photos of Danny and Charles to the story and like not bother our entire following list. And now look where we are. It's just like so funny to me. It's so funny. And it's just so it just feels so right. <laughs> okay. I, and now I'm just I keep thinking of High School Musical lyrics now. Everything I'm saying. Know, is it's fine. Why is this feeling? What is it? What is that? It's like, why does this feel so wrong? when it's so right no i don't know you can bet on it though you can bet on us i gotta stick to the status quo and just stop (laughs) trying here okay enough of about our branding you guys can go look at the photos enough about us tell us how you but like the vibes we have like 
We do have a couple new pieces up on the website, which are really exciting. So fun. A world tour hoodie with all of the different races on the back. Very, very fun. Some new driver pieces to reflect Piastri, DeVries, Sargent, and Hulkenberg. Hulkenberg, thank you. And we also have Brunch, and Brunch Club. Club is up. Brunch Club is up, which actually ties into the partnership that we launched as a part of our rebrand. We're so excited about it. You guys know that brunch is such a huge part of what makes Two Girls on Formula, Two Girls on Formula. That's really where we started. Mm-hmm. That was like the first piece of original content <laughs> that we ever did. That was like our thing was that we cooked recipes based on where the races were taking place and we made themed brunches. And it's just something that we love to do and it's something that our community and you all have seemed to really enjoy so this is just going to kick it up a notch so we are partnering with party trick to bring f1 brunches to the masses so i feel like you can think of party trick as like your own personal event planner Mm -hmm. in your back pocket like they're just they Nick Nick described it the best way where he was like, it's basically a cookbook for throwing yeah. parties. Like they give you all the ingredients, all of the recipes, all the like, all the steps, all the things that you need for you to then go and throw a party. Mm-hmm. And so we worked with them on our first, our first party is live on the website. It's called Brunching in Bahrain. And you guys can use that for, for this weekend. It has... All of your recipes that you know and love from us, drinks, it has different decor items that we recommend that you can get for like a really nice themed but really elevated brunch party. There's merch that you can get, there's tips and tricks, there's playlists, there's really everything you need to throw an amazing party. So party trick is $9 a month to sign up or I believe $89 a year. But with code TG1F right now, you can get your first month free. You can also do a month by month subscription, but with code TG1F, you get a month free. So you guys can go on and not only can you use the TG1F brunch parties that are on there, but you can check out all of their other parties. So we're really excited to be working with them and kind of up-level our brunch content because you know we'd be loving to throw some we love it i know i we love a themed party i'm like excited i want to check out their oscars themed party because you're gonna be here for the oscars we're hanging out for the oscars we have to do it we have to do it. obviously you and i love to throw okay here's what i'm here's what i'm thinking we should do for the oscars also we should throw this party and we should invite some people over for our oscars party but everyone has to come dressed in like a gown. Like you have to come dressed. <laughs> everyone has to go to like Goodwill and get like like you're coming to the, the craziest. Carpet. Yeah, and we have and we're gonna interview everyone <laughs> driving to our party and be like, "What are you wearing? <laughs> Who are you wearing tonight? <laughs> Who are you wearing tonight? <laughs> what thrift store did you go to today?" That's I love that. My one friend Maria had a birthday party one year and it was the Met Gala, and it, they she did it very similar. We all dressed up. And she interviewed and took photos of everyone, and it was really fun. Done okay, deal. done. Signed, sealed, delivered. We're doing, we're doing it. it. If you guys are in New York, <laughs> wait for your invite. <laughs> You'll be hearing from us. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be hearing from us. Well, you know what we haven't done yet? We talked all about our new branding and who we are, but we didn't tell anyone who we are yet. Well, I'm hoping at this point, like, we're just, like, so recognizable that, like, you know you're listening to the – Yeah. You're listening to TG1F with two girls – TG1F and F1 podcast mm. with Kate and Nicole. Like, you should already know that. <laughs> and for people that are watching and maybe haven't seen our faces before, which is crazy, but I am And I am Nicole. And those are our voices, and these are now also our faces. Uh, okay, we have some fun stuff to talk about today other than our rebrand, don't we, Nicole? Yeah, we do. We had a busy – I mean, like, it's – the season is starting. Like, here we go. The season is it's here. here. The season is here. Okay. Take a poll. Take a vote. Just the two of us. <laughs> Should we start by recapping our helmet discussion from last week and showing each other the helmets that we designed for each other? Or if we start with Drive to Survive? I, Drive to Survive is just going to take Yeah, a while, let's so. start with helmets. Because I want to make sure we get okay. this in. Yeah, me too. And this is perfect timing that this is going yeah. on YouTube because people will actually be able to yeah. see it. Like, I did mine on Canva so I can share my I screen. I love that for you. Everyone's going to be able to see it. Okay. Do you want me to go do first? Do you want me to go first? Yeah, okay. I do. 
I drew mine. I Ooh. did mine. Oh, you did a bad. I did because it was, it was missing. It was missing, and so I just went in there and did it myself. Does that say Snoop? <laughs> Don't look. Okay, so <laughs> on the top here we have Mom's spaghetti, and it said, "If you had one shot, would you let it slip?" So no, no. Would you capture it or would you let it slip? Obviously, lose yourself. Okay, and then a plate of Mom's spaghetti on the crown. <laughs> On the crown of my head, I got mom's mom's spaghetti on the top of my head, not on my sweater already. On my mom's spaghetti on my head already. Okay, Andy Milanakis. And then on the front we have okay. Also, your your helmet is fully teal to represent your childhood bedroom. Okay. Oh my God, thank you. And then we have Shrek. It's Shrek ears. <gasps> Stop. And then I did some I did some strawberries up here on this strip because I know you love strawberry shortcake. Oh my god. Title <laughs> sponsored two chicks. I'm and then here this is just would represent the ocean because you live on Cape Cod. Okay. And okay. then on this side of the helmet, we have the 1975 box. It would be white. It would be like neon, but I couldn't draw it Ooh, neon. But you couldn't draw that. And no, then totally. on this side it. you have some petunias that's what you were asking <laughs> to represent your nickname okay Dead. okay and then on this side we have the french flag but i'm an idiot i'm stupid that's actually i think the dutch flag <laughs> it's supposed to be the monogast no oh. it's the french flag is it's horizontal or it's vertical not horizontal i am mm. stupid and so i started drawing it and i couldn't really fix it so i was like that's fine why are you making me french for lame is do you hear the people sing oh. our favorite musical <laughs> I was like, where is France coming from? I thought it was going to be like the Monegasque flag for Charles. No. But, okay. To hear the rally cry of the people, okay? Yeah, obviously. obviously. And then I did sunflowers on this side for me. Our little matching Aww. flowers. Okay. And then on the back, title sponsor, Snoop Slime. And then you have a little heart PJP for good luck for Pope John Paul. <laughs> Yeah, I gotta keep the Pope yeah, with you, me for good yes, luck. Yes, you do. Now I, that we know that he is like the patron saint of safety, you had to. Oh my god! You have to have that okay. thing on you. That was incredible, Nicole. Like that was. <laughs> now let me tell you, I spent I bef- like I incredible. sat in my bed and I dr- did this before I went to bed, and it was so calming and cathartic. I was like, I'm gonna start like coloring every single night before I go to bed. I mean, you do love I love an art, art. project. So I think that after this, like honestly I told Riley, I am Canva's like I just feel like I should be their sponsor. Like I'm their <laughs> success story. I am absolutely Canva's success story. Like I do everything on this freaking app. Okay. All right. Are you ready? I'm gonna share my screen. Where were you, you? Where were you when I was community managing on LinkedIn and I needed people to post all their projects? You should have hopped on that. I, sh- I mean, I think I did. You were you were in Nicole's moles for sure. I was okay. Look at how okay. fun. See, I wasn't able to accomplish so, this in, in with my medium, but love. You got the point across for sure. So I did an all pink helmet because I think that's very you. Mm-hmm. And I also tried to make like all of the aspects somewhat pink. So this first side of the helmet is all about like nature and travel and like the things that you love. And so we've got a little passport here because obviously you and I are going to be doing a lot of travel together. Mm-hmm. We've also got like a Polaroid because you love your Polaroid camera and we're going to be, it says make good memories. We're going to be doing a lot of that. And we already do. We also have this. That's like, it's just travel. It's like a little stand. Mm-hmm. I also have Jurassic Park. Obviously. Your favorite movie. Mm-hmm. And dinosaurs. Like, I know that you love dinosaurs. I have a galaxy in the background here because I love. you love space. Mm-hmm. You love space. I have Cassiopeia because your freckles make Cassiopeia. Mm-hmm. Right? I want the tattoo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have to do it. So I feel like that was very, like, I had to have that in there. And then I obviously have Mount Remiel. A whale. On here. Oh, what? Yes, obviously. Not the whale I yet. was jumping ahead so, to the whale, sorry. You were, yeah. No, but I am still focusing on, like, the star theme here. So yeah. the three stars in the mountains from Akatar, obviously. Obviously. That's me, you, and maybe Carly, best friends. You <laughs> so see the whale that's tail? That's you, me, and Nick. <laughs> yes. The whale tail, because obviously that's your tattoo, mm-hmm. and my tattoo, that's our matching I tattoo. Was, so I, I was going to draw there. a whale on here, too, but I was like, am I am – I, doing too much but i also <laughs> you was did thinking just about enough. a whale okay 
And then I have some trees because obviously we talked about on the podcast, I think last week, like you love to be walking through nature. Mm -hmm. And so I put some trees on there and some animal footprints because you love animals. I was trying, I was thinking about putting David Attenborough on here, but I just, (laughs) I just didn't. I like the animal footprints. They work. I think they're cute. And then on the other side of the helmet over here, really leaning into like music and like fandom Mm -hmm. for you. Like the first side I feel like was very much like your core like personality like loves but this is like fandom nicole so at the bottom i have the like kind of ipod thing Mm -hmm. spotify thing that shows that you're playing most likely our podcast obviously (laughs) obviously i have a three obviously for danny rick Mm -hmm. he's also your title sponsor like i didn't actually do title sponsors (laughs) but if you did have one it would be him f1 direction combining two things Mm -hmm. in here punk's not dead obviously you're a big punk gal for your whole life so i had to get that in there i was gonna uh, put tickets, it's not it's not a phase on mom on here as well <laughs> i tried so hard to find that on camera but i couldn't i'm uh, glad so we I were both punk's not i'm dead. glad we were both in that mindset yeah some ticket stubs because you love to go to concerts and you're just like always going to shows and you used to skip school for them like that's a big part of who you are some stickers from the TG1F collection. Mm-hmm. Obviously, a little FEA. Obviously. Again, title sponsor there. And some sound waves for listening to music mm-hmm. or a podcast or something. And then up here, the front is like, I mean, just a combination of what we've got going on on the sides. Plus, I added a little peace sign because peace out, baby. Obviously. That's the thing. And then the top of the helmet, I have our See You on the Internet sticker mm-hmm. because we're the title sponsor i am title sponsor you Mm -hmm. i am your title sponsor always and then our favorite phrase just just have fun oh my god i'm obsessed i love it because if you're racing you should just be having fun obviously i'm not there to win let's let's be clear in this in this case you're there to have fun fun. exactly (laughs) i'm there to to get my bag and have fun so that's your helmet i love it this was so fun like this just it just felt very you i felt like this is nicole i love it this is how I see you. <laughs> I love it so much. This was so heartwarming. I know. Oh, we're such good best friends, just aren't two, we? We just know just each other. Two best friends. We just can communicate with a, just a look. Lillian. Okay, I am also, guys, in the out of context post for today's episode. We will include the helmet Designs. design yeah. thing that we used for this, so that everyone else can design their own helmets. And share them with us. It'll I think really fun. We're doing for your best friend. Yeah, if not on the thing because it's, the picture size might be different. So sometimes so that's a, a pain in the ass. We'll post on stories and link out to the image, and then you can go and save it. Fair. Enough. We'll do it that way. Fair enough. But all right, and that was really that fun. Was so fun. I can't wait to see everyone else's designs. Me too. <laughs> okay, drive to serve. Now is the time. Let's go. We can finally talk Let's about it. Go. <laughs> Finally, we literally watched the first half of the season like a month I know. ago. I've been dying. Like I literally had to cut out from one of our earlier podcasts where when it was when we were talking about the Grammys and we were talking about who was going to be like who liked who, and then we were we gave Carlos Bad Bunny because we were like, well, obviously Carlos said that he's Latino, and I forgot that that was in that Drive, was to Survive. Drive to Survive. So I was like, I gotta cut that out. But yes, I'm so excited to have finally watched all of it. That little, you know, the first half of the season was just not enough for me, to be honest. No. So I'm glad we got a full 10 it episodes. It was too much of a tease. And this season was, as Chris Harrison always says, the most dramatic season yet. I mean, it opened with a bang. <laughs> like, it opened with probably the most dramatic scene of the whole Series. season. I mean unbelievable like okay we have to talk about it the team principles literally to be a fly on the wall well don't you wish that you could be a fly (laughs) on the wall a sneaky little creepy little fly on the wall all their precious secrets yeah you'd know them all like i i think at this point i have to believe that toto and christian are kind of playing it up like i have to believe they like i feel like toto is restrained enough to not act like really act like that i think that he's doing it for the entertainment value he has to be i want here's the thing that i wonder actually personally do the drivers make money off of drive survive like do people that appear in drive survive make any money off of it and do you make more money than more screen time you have in it like the more that you are in it so like could that be why if i had to guess they making money probably not 
I would say that Netflix probably pays Formula One for access. Mm. And especially now, maybe the first season, like, lib- like Formula One, like, paid Netflix. But I feel like now, because it is such a revenue drive, yeah. I feel like they probably pay F1 for that access and to be able to use the footage. Yeah. So, no, I don't. I think it's probably in their contracts that they have to appear on Drive to Survive. Yeah. I'm just like, what's the point of... I mean, I guess you just get more notoriety. I mean, what do you say in the biz? All press is good press. (laughs) I was like, it's showbiz, baby? I don't know. What do you... No press is bad press? I don't know. I mean, a lot of biz. (laughs) Press, 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 press. So, I think this season was definitely more of a reality show than like an educational they made, material. They took a, they took a yeah. lot of liberties. They took a well, lot of Well, even in that even in that it. team principals meeting, I sent you the video and I said, "Notice the screen behind Christian. It's the conversation is not happening in sequential order because it's yeah. cutting from there's a DJ behind him on the screen to the F1 opening sequence and then the DJ again and then later in the F1 sequence." And so it's like Obviously, they're using creative liberties to make it more entertaining. So I'm curious about, like, what conversation was actually happening. Yeah. But, I mean, it's just so funny to me because it's, like, Toto looked like (laughs) such a baby. They did not do him any favors there. Like, they did not make him look even slightly rational. Not at all. He literally was having a temper. He's like, I have it printed out. I have Checo's words printed out, hanging in the motorhome. Like throwing darts at it. It's (laughs) those quotes are next to a photo of your head, Christian, and that's what I do to practice at. Like it was okay. And I just thought like after that for like who was it? I think it was Mattia Mm -hmm. was like, I did not expect that from Toto. I was like, even like all of the rest of them were like, what? Is like, going I feel like you on? looked at their faces and they were kind of like, is he having a mental breakdown? Is he having a mentee B right now? Like it's like it's like when you're in class or you're somewhere and someone is just like arguing with the teacher or doing something that you're all like, This is so embarrassing. And <laughs> then like you're feeling like really second bad. Hand like second embarrassment. Yes. That's what all the other team principals were feeling for total. Like they're like, this man is like embarrassing himself. And like that's crazy. I feel so let's awkward. be clear though, Christian had his fair share of secondhand embarrassment moments in the season as well though. Absolutely. When he was talking, he was like, we have not gone over the budget cab. He's like, they are slandering us. That is lies. And then it's like next scene. He goes well, looks like well, it looks like we went over the budget cap. <laughs> it was just so funny to me because I, also, I was like, "Bro, like you're dying on the cell. Like you are dying on the cell that you did nothing wrong." And like I appreciate it, but like we all know how this turns out. So like you got caught. It was also funny watching it because like we were in the paddock in yeah. Austin during like that mm-hmm. whole thing, and in the show they found out about that they had gone over the budget cap. And then after that was when mm-hmm. died and they had to like call everyone. But I rem- when I remember when that happened yeah. because everyone in the media center just like up and ran. Everyone's like they're gathering Every, around like, Red, Bull the entire... Red Bull because Red Bull just called a an entire like full team meeting. Like it's probably about the budget cap, but it wasn't. It was about Dietrich dying. And it took like three more days until we yeah. found out about the budget cap so i mean obviously like they probably learned about it before we did that they broke it but i'm still like hmm, i wonder if that actually happened then or if that was one of like the creative liberties that they took because i just remember that being like oh my god they definitely just heard about the budget cap and shit's going down but then it was actually like i know that was that was crazy i know there were so there was like one scene where they shot the media like the oh my the god press the press conference conferences? And i was like we're right there we're right there we're right there they were shooting yeah. like over our shoulder like they were shooting like right over our heads i was like we could have been in this and it would have been sick because we would have been in the freaking media center like it would have been so cool but they really screwed us yeah, out of that that's one. Fucking fake as fuck of them i was mad but i was like the whole austin any scene in austin i was like pause 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 freeze frame <laughs> Freeze frame, freeze frame, like looking at that magnifying glass. I was like, sad. But I think that there were so many, like, I think one of the things that I found most disappointing about this season was the lack of, like, coverage on a lot of the drivers. Like, I felt like 
It, yeah. Like, everyone kind of got left out. Like, we got no Botas. We got no Alban. We've got no, like, Okan or... We had no They didn't Seb. talk about... His last season, yeah. they didn't even... They, like, talked about his... But Instagram post and that was in. They didn't even do that for Kimmy though either. Remember, like Kimmy retired and they didn't even have him in the season. But I once. feel like, like I don't know because if it's Kimmy like, doesn't. I, like Kimmy didn't really care about that, but I feel like Seb was such like a yeah. Mainstay. I wonder if he was, like he didn't really Maybe. want to. I don't know. I'm trying to give them the benefit of the doubt that like they wanted to do a storyline. But I mean, to be fair to them, there are so many yeah. storylines that happen in this sport that like for a ten episode series, like it's. You can't. Like, you can't. You just can't. I can't believe they left out the Max Checo feud. Like, arguably one of I, the well, most were, dramatic. No, I can. Are you kidding me? I can believe it. They're, they just got Max back so in the chair doing interviews. <laughs> like, they couldn't do, like, put him he on He only did, like, so one soon. interview, though. So it was, like, not even really worth it. And whatever. They got him back. <laughs> and they. I think it was probably a trial run. He's like, I'll see how I like myself in this season. And I was like, again. that was the most... Like the drama filled weekend around. You know what I wish that they did more? What? Monaco and all the drama that happened in yeah. Monaco because we know some shit. They should have brought us in as correspondents for the Monaco I episode because, like, ha- like doing like following Checo and he wins and then it cuts and I was like, hmm, <laughs> Checo's out to get in some hot water mm, right now. Swirling about. We're not going to touch that one with a 10 foot pole, I guess. No, because they literally suck Christian's dick because he's the only one who does interviews anymore. Yeah. Also, what I couldn't, what I thought was really weird was how much Louisa we got. Yeah. And the fact that, like, first episode, they like came in with Lando being like, Yeah, I've got a girlfriend <laughs> now, Louisa. Like, things are really great. And I was like, they broke up before this even was done mm-hmm. filming. So, like, I feel like they probably should have edited that out. So that just goes to my theory that they're not actually broken. Or they didn't break up on bad like terms. Had to, right. But I feel like they would, like, Lando would have been like, listen, me and my girlfriend aren't together anymore. Like, don't use that. That would have been such an easy scene to yeah. cut. Like, it wasn't even anything. It was literally just them, like, driving yeah. a car. But we got so much Louisa. We got a little bit of Carmen. But got like no other wag. There was Kelly. We saw Kelly. A we saw bit. Susie. No a speaking roles, obviously. No. Like we, we usually get a little bit of Charlotte, but like they broke up. But I'm like, she was there all the time. I saw her in. I saw half of her in one of the Austin scenes just because I know what she was wearing. <laughs> I saw half. <laughs> but like we didn't get any Lily because we didn't mm-hmm. get any Albon. Yeah. But like I'm just like Tiffany was such a big part of the season before. We couldn't get a little bit. I of know. Her. I- that's what was annoying to me. That's why I, I was think like, you're just showing the one girlfriend that's like not a girlfriend anymore. <laughs> I know this. I don't think this was my favorite season, especially that Danny montage at the end. I literally cried. I literally cried. It came on the screen. And when they were, they were like, how do you feel that this could be the last time you sit in this chair? And he's like, well, what are you going to do without me? What is the show without me? And then it cuts to like the very first scene of Drive to Survive where he's like, I'm Dan Ricardo and I'm a car mechanic, which is how the whole series kicks off. I literally was like, I know. I couldn't breathe. I couldn't breathe. I was just like, this montage is going to fucking wreck me. And it did. And I am. I will say a portion of it that I loved, though, outside of Danny was. Pierre and Yuki. Like, there was a lot of Pierre and there Yuki was. content. Like, a lot of it. And I loved that. And I think, I feel like Netflix is probably like, fucking damn it that Pierre is leaving this because they were like grooming them to be like the next like comedy yeah, duo next with Danny. Sunny and Cher. That's why they said they thought Pierre could carry yeah. the show. They said, thought, they said Pierre was going to be the, bra- the next star, but he won't be without Yuki. Him and Esteban are really going to have to... <laughs> they're really going to have to sol- go to couples therapy and solve that friendship crisis because they have... You guys got to figure it out. <laughs> they have a lot of content to create. So much content. <laughs> I know. We didn't a get like... karaoke We got not. We really didn't get that much Charles or Carlos either. Like... I know. I feel like they really focused a lot on the team principles this season, which is like fine. Mm-hmm. But... Oh my God. Nicole, speaking of... The Gunther McKay. Oh, I was like, like, we didn't even get into it. I know. Iconic. 
we talked didn't we talk about a little bit about last week because we said we wanted to recreate the road trip yes but but like the whole now we can talk about the whole thing and like i'm obsessed that they're best friends i'm obsessed that they like we just got so much content of them throughout the season of them like talking and hanging out i just am like everyone loves gunther everyone loves he's gunther, just an unproblematic so king like he's just there he's just there he's talking trying to do his everyone. job he just like they're like oh he just like shits on everyone is like so sarcastic and mean to people and everyone just loves they're it they're like oh do you think that you're gonna have problems with kevin this season he's like i don't think we're gonna have any problems with kevin smashing my doors like and then when kevin comes back and he's like joking with him and making fun of me he's like oh what do you forget to forget how to put on your helmet after your year-long vacation yeah. and it's like dude you fired him <laughs> like this was just like this was like not yeah, the mechanics choice. are like glad to see you didn't you get so fired you him. didn't get too fat you don't fit in the seat anymore <laughs> i'm like guys he was fired like he was not like he was like unceremoniously <laughs> let go this was not like his choice and gunther just keeps making fun of him for like not having driven for a year and i was like that yeah was and then he really crushed it though mm-hmm. i know i'm kind of sad that they didn't do a lot around brazil like kevin getting winning the sprint yeah right no he didn't win the sprint yeah he did he got pole position oh right he won i think george won the sprint and the race right that's gonna be really fun for the youtube video that everyone just gets to watch you (laughs) without audio this is the problem with doing video and because it's like i have to actually edit it (laughs) i do wish and i've really liked i'm we are skipping around so much these are just like off the cuff yeah thoughts, you guys i did love when they had Checo finding out that Seb retired like that was so funny and i kind of wish they did that with all yeah. of them it reminded me of when they all found out that f1 was racing in vegas yes and i was like why could you guys not have done this for everyone it was so funny i loved and alonzo was like i'm still the bad guy he's like i'm the anti-hero i'm the bad guy i was like okay Taylor. and i need i need i need i need i'm gonna try and figure out how to do this Alonzo going, I'm the bad guy. And then it's going to go into Billie Eilish's duh. And then it's going to be bad guy. I'm trying, I got I have the vision in my head. I just have to figure out how to execute that yeah. on video. Well, that you heard you. it here first, folks. So if I anyone else does it, they stole it from me. They copied TM, us. TM, TM, TM. Okay. <laughs> TM, TM, TM. I also really, really, really loved that bit where they were talking where were they oh it was in austin they were talking to danny and carlos was like oh is your horse here and he just goes nay like so fucking good so fucking good so quick he's so funny and i'm gonna miss him so much (laughs) and he's like yeah did you see him he had a name tag horsey mchorse it was just just like i love that i love him i love them i love all of them so much here's an issue that i have with people in the community at large right now and that's that people started a rumor and we are want to start mm-hmm. a rumor every every now and again <laughs> we can't we can't but throw stones started, when we live in glass houses people started a rumor that cyril was in this season and told danny i told you not to yeah. trust zach when that was an older man that was at least 40 pounds heavier than cyril <laughs> and far less attractive i don't know who it was i'm sorry to that man like also they were speaking italian together i'm sorry to this man yeah i was like what do you who was the journalist who who wrote that article who thought it was cyril and then also who fact-checked that article and said yes that is cyril because words need to be had with you and you need to get your eyes checked and how did you see this yet like i just i'm upset because i was the whole time and then it was just some random dude. Yeah, I was like, holy shit, we're getting... No offense We're to him. getting the clap back of the century. The century. And then we didn't. And I was like, well, great. So disappointing. I was so mad. So that's the bone that I have to pick with the community. Perez's right photo now. shoot was so funny, too. Like, when they were... He was like... They were doing that one... I think they were doing the Alphatari photo shoot. Like, they were wearing clothes. Mm-hmm. It was just so funny to see the photographer like hyping up Perez. It was just he was like, "Yes, you're killing it. You're doing great. You're giving." You're giving. You're giving. <laughs> and I was like, "That was me and Kate at our photo shoot the other day. We were better models." A hundred percent. I would have to say I would have to toot my own horn on that one. You know what we didn't get a lot of though? 
We didn't get a ton of like cheesy Will Buxton quotes. Well, the people have had enough. Apparently, they said people no more Will. You said everything that needed to he be did said. Say, he did say a couple. Like he had some words that I wrote down that I was just like, like he said the word skullduggery, <laughs> and <laughs> which I was just like, why are you saying this? And then he started off like some at some point in episode two, he was like, it's really physical. <laughs> And I was just like, what is? I was like, all right. And you're like, cool, cool, cool. Sure. Great. Yeah, that's making me feel uncomfy. So funny. But I just feel like we didn't get a ton of like classic Will yeah. lines. But I think that goes along with your point earlier that it wasn't really like an educational yeah, no. series. This time. one, like, we've learned everything that we can learn about this board, apparently. Yeah. But I feel like, I don't know. I wish that they did more. Like, I wish that they brought in more learning aspects. So here's a, a comparison is that I did watch the two other box-to-box Netflix shows, Full Swing and Point Mm -hmm. Break. And they both felt a lot like season one of Drive to Survive, obviously, but they did a lot of, like, education, and it was really fun and enjoyable, and I felt like I learned a lot, and I just kind of, like, miss that vibe on Drive to Survive. Like, I miss when they would, like, explain things or be like, this is, you know, round... I didn't love how they, like, skipped around so much on the races, but I also wish that they were like, all right, and this is, we're at our 18th out of 20 races this year. Or, like, I just feel like there was no concept of time or, like, concept of rules or concept of, and even when they did, like, they would show the championship leaderboard or, like, whatever, like, moving, but it was so fast, and I I just wish that they would, like, explained a little bit more about that because, like, I know what it is. But also, if I'm going to have someone start to watch this show and they're just going to start at season five, like, I feel like they need a little bit more education. Like, I feel like Netflix is assuming that everyone that's watching the new seasons has watched all Mm -hmm. the old ones. And I think they shouldn't do that. I think that's what's going to make Drive to Survive new fans plateau. I feel like if people are trying to get into it now, because five seasons is Mm -hmm. a lot to catch up on. Like, that's... Like, that's a daunting amount to watch for some people. That's 50 episodes. Yeah. So I'm like, if they want people to pick this up and continue watching and continue becoming new fans, they have to add in a little bit more education into these new seasons. Even if it's, like, at the beginning of the season, they do almost, like, a recap episode or, like, they do, like – F1 101 for like the first portion and it's like Jenny Gao and Will Buxton kind of going through the general rules of F1 and then we get into like how the season plays out based yeah. on that. I don't know. I, that's that would be my that would be my yeah, note. No, I totally agree. That. I think I think we're already seeing a lot of people start to plateau, even people who are like excited about the season. I think the mm-hmm. season left a lot to be desired. I mean, I like it. I didn't hate it. I don't, like I said, I don't think it was my favorite episode, but like, or my favorite season, but I consume F1 content like it's my job. Because it kind of um, is. And so I still really enjoyed it. And I'm going to give it another watch. I think I, to be able to pick up on a lot of the things I didn't catch before. But Christian just sometimes grinds my gears. And so just have, so, just be a heavy Christian episode or season is (laughs) Mm -hmm. tough for me yeah also now i can't stop noticing that jerry only wears white like she like it's so culty and it's so weird like i need to know Mm -hmm. like what the thought process is behind this but you once you see it you can't unsee it so like every time you see her you're like why okay virgin mary settle down she's like i'm showing you where i stand on the madonna complex (laughs) literally okay any final drive to survive thoughts I mean, I think my final thoughts on Drive to Survive are I still do. I do hear people's complaints and I understand where they're coming from. And I think with a sport that has such a dedicated following and such a dedicated fan base, there's a lot of different things that people Mm -hmm. want. Like people have very different ideas of what the series should be and what it should focus on and what the outline of the show should be. But one is so complex and there are so many different things that happen in a given season and, and in the off season that they have to account for too. And there's just so many different stories that can be told that I think I give the Netflix box to box crew credit for distilling what 
they think is going to be entertaining. And I think that that's the point of Netflix is entertainment. Like F1 is entertainment, but Drive to Survive is pure entertainment value. And I think they do a good job at distilling that. And I think there's always things that we could argue that could be better. I agree. I think they do a good job for for what they what they give us. You're waitlisted, aren't you? Did we just get the same email at the same time? What if I, what if I killed myself? Anyway, continue on. Yeah, we got the same email at the same time. I wasn't going to bring it up. And then I saw your face and I knew what happened. Okay, let's talk about testing. Testing happened testing this weekend. Testing did happen this weekend. If there's one thing that happened, it's testing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing about testing is I don't care. Yeah really about like what's actually happening like i just enjoy the sights the sounds like <laughs> that's I... <laughs> your that's my white noise like put it on the background literally hear... like that is your white noise because that is what puts yeah. you to sleep literally but i feel like testing is just exciting for me because i i just enjoy seeing like live track mm-hmm. action and live paddock action and garages and people are there and like it's just exciting to know that like f1 is coming and like there's new live content but like i don't trust testing at all i don't trust the results i don't trust that people aren't sandbagging i don't trust anything about testing so i don't really actually pay attention to testing whatsoever although Although mclaren the one thing that i will pay attention (laughs) it's not looking good for mclaren this season well at least right now and the reason i don't think that they're sandbagging it's the report from Will saying that he saw Lando get out of the car and punch the wall yeah. in their garage. Not great. So it's not looking great. And all I have to say is that I know Danny is swimming in his $22 million payout, being content creator for Red Bull and secretly plotting Checo's downfall so that he can be driver number two this season aren't we all (laughs) and Danny's gonna pull the once he gets in that Red Bull car he's gonna pull that scene from Ricky Bobby where he drives by and he flips McLaren off and this is real nice got it at Target yeah got at Walmart I don't remember which one and that's how it's gonna go down in my mind that's exactly what's happening exactly that was a very fun dramatic piece of casting for sure. I also love to see that Joe went fastest mm-hmm. one day. That was fun. I love those little like surprise fast laps from people that you don't expect them Haas from. Haas confidently um, in the midfield. Aston Martin. Power rankings pretty high. I know. Alonso was doing really, really, really well. But I, you know what I did find interesting a lot about testing this year is I feel like I just learned a lot. Like I was, I was learning about new mm-hmm. things that they do. I was just looking up more things like flow viz paint mm-hmm. and i was like why is the Aston martin spray painted even limey or green and i was wondering about it and then it was flow viz paint which i hadn't heard of before because i don't really watch testing that much but flow viz paint is basically you take this like neon green paint and you slather it all over the car mm-hmm. like thick and then you drive the car and immediately after and you see kind of how the paint moved mm-hmm. like how the wind, like the air moved it. And that's how you figure out the aerodynamics, aerodynamics of the car, which yeah. I just think is like really cool. So I was, I was just like paying attention to those little things that I don't usually look at, which was really fun this yeah. year. You know what I'll so say? Like I'm like at the point in my fandom that I like kind of get it now. Yeah. Like I kind of get more of the technical stuff. So yeah. I'm like, I could dive in a little. Yeah. Speaking of technical things, I saw something that was really cool. That was McLaren has like 61 sponsors this year, which is crazy. I saw this. Mm -hmm. And so they're testing like Kindle like technology yeah. where they have panels on the car. And I think they said they only weigh like 90 grams, like very, very light. But basically it rotates like a sponsor, like every lap or something like that, or every part of the lap. And they're also testing it on the helmets, which is like, Ooh, yeah. So interesting and so cool to be able to like see tech be involved in like a new way. Right. Cause like you kind of think about how in baseball and basketball and stuff, there's like green screen sponsors where like, they change throughout the the duration of of the game. So to have this be like a more physical kind of value mm-hmm. add is like really I'm excited to see kind of how that changes and, and grows and how other teams 
pick that up. Yeah, no, I think that's so cool. I feel like we've talked about that on this podcast before. Like, I think we've like talked about like, how cool would it be if they had stuff that like, I don't know. I mean, maybe we have. I mean, maybe but... it gives the maybe one day we'll be able to be a small sponsor for Williams, and then TG and F can be on yeah. <laughs> one lap of a race. It'll just be TGF. Absolutely, <laughs> that is a dream. That's why we have new branding, is because we have to be able to put our logo, <laughs> our new logo, on a car. Obviously. But yeah, I mean, testing is always fun. I think it's it's great. We kind of talked a little bit about last week with George feeling mm-hmm. like it's not enough. But, you know, it's over. It's done. And it's race weekend. We have a race this Let's weekend. Go. Like, we have a live race. Like, we have a real live F1 race. I'm so Do you excited. have any, like, predictions that you're thinking about? I have a hope. Mm-hmm. I hope Charles does not win. Because of the curse. Because of yeah, the curse. We're hoping for a max win. Whoever whoever wins for the past like five, six plus years, whoever wins the first race of the season comes in P two in the championship. So Charles shan't be winning. Do you this think year. they're all gonna try and Mark like not win? Because they know it's like a, a Botas like starting three in Russia type of situation where they're all gonna be like, mm, no. No, <laughs> I don't know because I feel like it's been a curse for a while, but like people were still hyped about the- last year. Like I just feel like it's, I don't think they they're like we'll let Checo win the first race. We'll wait into that, <laughs> yeah, right? make Max win, literally make Max win, so then someone else has to win the championship. Hard or or have like Botas win so that he can come in second in the championship, or have like one of the rookies. Yeah. I would love that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I I don't know if I have predictions. I would like to see Haas do really well. Like, I, I think it's Haas's year. I think they have sponsors now. I think they're, like, starting to get more money. They're starting to get more investment. Like, I'm excited to see where they go this yeah. season. And I would love literally nothing more than to see them thrive. Yeah, same. I think I'm looking forward to seeing Haas really succeed. And, like, selfishly, I, like, really want to see Nick DeVries do well. Not selfishly, because I think he deserves it. But, like, he's always kind of been around and like i'm eager for him yeah and obviously he got a point in his first you know f1 debut in a williams car so like let's see what he can do in a slightly better car yeah but i don't want him to do better than you no because then they'll get rid of you and i'm not ready to face that fact yet i'm nervous (laughs) you know what you know who i i'm putting putting good vibes out for our american logan Sargent. After he said he may be a Republican, but I will well, give good vibes. And yes, it is specifically because he said his hype song is "Lose Yourself" by Eminem, which is featured on Kate's own helmet. helmet. So he would really. Me and Logan. I'll send him this design. I'll send him this design. We'll tag him in it. You can use and say, one. Logan, if you're actually looking for a helmet design, I ha- I have the one for you. We can switch out this French flag for an American flag too, and it'll be. Do you hear the people sing <laughs> singing the song of? Well, he wouldn't like he the wouldn't USA? like it because Republicans don't want us to revolt. No revolution. So true. Yeah, I mean, let's see how he does. Let's see how he does. I guess we can't really hate him because just because he's a Republican, I don't know. No, we we can't. can't. Anyway, I'm also really eager to see how Piastri does. I was waiting on bated breath. Long time to get there just because yeah you know i just want to see i'm not making any claims i just want to i just want to see you know just want to see i'm just well i'm watching watching. my eyes are peeled (laughs) my eyes are peeled i'm seeing my eyes gonna be on ps3 we're just seeing how he Um, does yeah i'm intrigued to see how he does i hope we see a bounce back from Mm -hmm. lewis this year he needs it because i also don't think he's gonna retire until that he has another good season so like get this man a bit he was like not doing well last year like i feel like he was always injured and like not like the porpoising did not help his back (laughs) nothing was really going lewis's way last year and so i was like this man needs to be able to retire soon and so we need to get him him back on top he's trying to pop out baby soon so please give that man a break with kim k exactly so We'll see. Do you have any? Do you have any other like actual predictions? I feel like George is going to be on the podium. Yeah, I feel like George is going to be on the podium. Alonso could surprise me. I know, and also be on the podium. But I feel like it's yeah. I, I also would love. I mean, I'm Team Ferrari this year, so let's see. Let I'm getting my hopes up. Getting my hopes up for Team Ferrari. 
I'm feeling good about them. I feel like Fred is really going to whip them into shape. Like, I feel good. I feel good. I feel cautiously optimistic. So I'm, I'm rooting for Ferrari, and I feel like Fernando's going to be sneaky this weekend. So those are kind of my predictions. But again, hard to say, right? We just talked about sandbagging and testing. So it's like, I really need, like, a first race under my belt to, like, really I know, we get have a to strong sense. We, yeah. 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 All right. Well, we'll see what happens in Bahrain this weekend. And one of the last things I want to talk about is we got some promo. We got some promotion, promotional videos for the Vegas Grand they Prix. Were so good. And I would just like to say, who the fuck did Charles hurt? <laughs> who did Charles offend? Who did this to <laughs> I loved it. The way that literally every other driver just got to wear the glittery jacket. And then Charles is there in his like fake Elvis wig. Cos- literally with like a visor i was like who should we actually Why? have charles as an elvis impersonator marry you and nick in vegas next year yes we, should we see if we can get that if we could get him into a chapel and get him ordained so that he can dress yeah. up as elvis and marry you guys in vegas yeah and nick and i can renew our yeah. vows one month later <laughs> You're like actually. Well, now you're, actually, you're like actually. Nick, can you put on the Elvis wig and actually marry me and Charles right now? Charles. <laughs> now I'm thinking, should we do a TGF wedding <laughs> in Vegas? I mean, actually we, get married at the little chapel and just invite everyone. We did do the bachelorette last year, so we might as well do the wedding this year. Only makes sense. Everyone has to be a part of my nuptials. <laughs> Literally, so funny. I'm dead. Yeah, I commented on the video and I was like. We absolutely need Charles to start speaking in an Austin Butler voice now. Like he just, now he has to just start speaking in a random voice that no one recognizes. And he just has to commit to the bit and say that that's his voice now. I know he has to. (laughs) I think it would be so funny. He has to. There's literally like no way around I just love it. I was like. And I would love to hear him try to do that with his accent. Like I would just like. It would be so funny. Like him talking with kind of like a very Southern drawl with, with his, his French, French accent. accent. <laughs> no, that's something I, I would, to, I would I pay good to money it. to hear. So Ferrari admin, if you're listening, Same. please make it happen. Okay. Please make please it happen. Thank you. There's not too much to talk about in the girls room this week. I feel like I'll have a lot more to talk about yeah. next week. Once like we're yeah. back in the paddock and we can see who's there. Mm-hmm. See if our, if we should be watching Elena and Esteban. We'll see if she's there this weekend. Who knows? But the he one did, thing like, a I recent photo of her. About, okay. So they're so weird. They're yeah, so I don't weird know that I never on. know if I should yeah. be watching or not. But the one thing that I will say this week is that Kika is in Hawaii right now doing an EF, you know, those like EF ultimate vacation, like study abroad yeah. or something. I get so many she's ads in, for those on TikTok now. I'm like, I'm too yeah, old. I'm aged out. <laughs> they just see our two girls content. And they're like, they're young. So Kika's doing the one in Hawaii. Which is interesting because Louisa did the one in Hawaii back this past oh, fall. Oh, she did. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because everyone says that Kiko looks exactly like yeah. Louisa, which she does. So like, it's very just kind of like funny hmm. to me. Interesting. So I didn't know that was we'll an see. international thing. I thought only that was like a U.S. based program. It's not. The more you know, we're the real ones. We did people to people. We were the OGs. We did people. We were the people. OGs back in the day. Okay. Now, if you weren't fucking with- by Dwight, President Dwight D. Eisenhower. <laughs> if you weren't fucking with people to people, where are you at? <laughs> where are you at? In America, not going abroad to meet children, people to people. Oh, that's my favorite, like, connecting fact about you and me that we both did. This, like, that the most, like, the- like, I didn't know anyone <laughs> else. so random. Like, I knew no one else who even knew about this program. <laughs> I barely knew about it. When I went on it, I, like, didn't Same. even know what it was. Yeah, that was. What a weird concept. So weird. That is where I got my first boyfriend, mm. though, so I had good memes. That'll be the most romantic relationship that I'll ever Not have. Not me. I was Nick. the chubbiest little sixth grader. <laughs> absolutely no <laughs> dice for me i i was pretty i was i was just after seventh grade and actually i lost like 20 pounds on that trip because we were walking so much because all we were doing was walking and i was go on people to people <laughs> just maybe walk once or twice <laughs> and i got so skinny on the trip i didn't get so skinny but i was way skinnier after that trip than i was beforehand but i started dating a boy 
He asked me to be his girlfriend. Was this before the trip? On a gaunt- or like during the trip? No, it was on okay. the trip. Because obviously you have to like see and these people a lot before you go on the trip. Yeah, we didn't do that oh. a lot. Like we we didn't do too many bonding things beforehand. But so I started – he asked me to be his girlfriend on a gondola ride. So romantic. In Venice, Italy. Wow. Okay, Nick. Yeah, it was a private <laughs> private gondola ride. And then – I got my first ever kiss at the top of the Eiffel Tower. Okay. So that's the most romantic relationship I'll ever be in. And Nick just can't compete. No. We went to Paris and he wouldn't even take me on the excursion that brought you on the Eiffel Tower. I'm dead. I think he was where just, do you, he was like, I can't do you live know up. where he is I can't now? Up to it. We can talk about that oh, later. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm not going to put anyone on blast. No, you don't have to say his name or anything. I'm just curious. You, like, you do know where he is now? Like, I don't know exactly where he is, but I do think I heard a rumor that he is batting for the other team now, mm. which makes sense because all he wanted to do on the trip was go shopping with me yeah. and he was super romantic as like a seventh grader. So I'm like, screaming. I love that. Okay. He, he also did like kind of tell me what to wear some days. Like he would be like, that shirt doesn't go with those pants. And so I would change. So I feel like I should have seen this. Come. I also did have to block him when I got home because, okay, I was like 11, right? Like I was not prepared for to have a boyfriend I was also like an immature 11 year old like and I was fat so I was like I, I wasn't very self-confident I was like I had no I had never even talked to a boy yeah. basically before this year and so I got home and well we're on the airplane mm-hmm. home and I'm so nervous and I'm like I'm too, kind of embarrassed that I have a boyfriend I don't want to tell my parents and so I decided I'm breaking up with him he doesn't live in my town he lives like kind of far away so I tell him I'm I'm too busy for a boyfriend (laughs) and I break up with him and he was like well can we still like talk on the phone can we still like be friends and I was like yeah like I guess and so I give him my home phone number because I didn't have a cell phone at the time yeah I shit you not get home from the airport and this kid's calling me already (laughs) calling my home phone clinger he literally called me like 10 times a day for like two straight weeks and i had i literally had to be like stop calling my phone like stop calling my house this is embarrassing like i don't want to talk to you anymore like i'm over you i'm over you and then i got a cell phone and he got my number and specifically i like got my parents to let me get a cell phone when i got back from this trip so i could still talk to my Mm -hmm. friends from the trip all the time and so i got a cell phone and I had to block him because he texted me too much that he was like running my bill up <laughs> and he was calling me all the time. And I was like, I only pay for 40 texts a month. And you remember you would have to like pay for a certain number. I was like, and you would have to like write like novels because you would have to get like all your thoughts into like, yeah, like, you had to get like yeah a hundred texts mm-hmm. worth into one text. Yeah. But he texted me so much. He would run my plan over every month. And so I had to block yeah. him. That's the first person I ever had yeah. to block. And it was also my first boyfriend. <laughs> Wow. The high really level. fell from grace. I'm dead to that. And I think that's where my relationship trauma comes from. It's you my... really got on bags with your therapist next week. I have not, I haven't had a successful re- relationship from then until I've met Nick. <laughs> I was always too a... nervous to get into a relationship. I was like, gotta cut this off before they get too fucking clingy and I have to block them. I'm like, you're gonna run my phone bill up too much. You're dead to that. Okay. All right. Yeah. We gotta cut this. We gotta cut this because we're getting, we gotta long. get out of here. We were gonna do a manifest minute. I think we still can't do a manifest. Nicole cheated this cheat. week and made the minute. <laughs> you did. I go in. Background info is that Nicole is the largest, the biggest Jonas Brothers fan on the face of the planet, and Carly just texted us that how's the minute. So obviously the Jonas, the Jonas Brothers are doing some Broadway shows in a couple weeks, and. You had to sign up for a verified fan presale, and so Nicole and I both signed up. And I looked at our agenda for today, <laughs> and it's a manifest from Carl, aka most likely Carly, Nicole's roommate. And it says, "From Carl, my roommate is the biggest Jonas Brothers fan, and I need her to get tickets for their Broadway show this week. She's been a fan forever and really deserves this. Her kindness knows no bounds." 
and she'd do anything for her friends. We just want to see her loyalty pay off. <laughs> and I literally opened the agenda and I texted Nicole. I said, be so fucking for real right now. I'm sorry to cut everyone else but, out who emailed us, but this is top priority for me right now, okay? This is top priority, but also Nicole and I both did get emails during the course of this podcast that says we're both on the way. You know what? That's karma for, that, for me. So. That's karma for me because I tried to cheat this at the manifest minutes. <laughs> I'm so upset. Yeah, you did. If anyone is listening who has any sort of connection to the Jonas Brothers, um, please get in contact with me and Kate because we Kate will be here and we're trying to go and I'm trying. You guys don't understand. I almost drove. I almost took the bus from Boston to New York City in 2012 when they briefly got back together. I because I was like, guys, what if? What if this is my last shot? Unfortunately, I was just a freshman in college at the time and I didn't have any money. (laughs) So I couldn't make it work. And I have been regretful ever since. And so I've just been trying to get this fucking... They announced these Broadway tour tickets and I was like, "What, what do I have to do? What do I have to do? So I'm about to pull out all the stops. So if you can help me out here, do a girl a favor. If you're like, hey, I'm gonna pay it forward. I can't be there, but I can help you be there. Please let me know. I'll do anything. Whatever you want. You just you just name the price. So unfortunately, we don't have a manifest <laughs> minute this week because <clears throat> I want you guys all to man- No, deep breath in, deep breath out. <laughs> now, imagine it's one week, two weeks from now, two weeks from now. I'm in town. Kate's in town. It is vibes are March right. 14th. <laughs> And it is opening night for the Jonas Brothers. They are playing OG Jonas Brothers album on Broadway. And what do you know? Kate and Nicole are there. They have somehow, they've somehow conned their way into getting Jonas Brothers tickets. How that happens is to be seen. Maybe they get lucky. She gets off. The, one of us gets off the wait list. Maybe we get through the queue on regular on sale days. Maybe Ticketmaster doesn't fuck this to high heavens. Okay. And there are tickets for sale on regular sale day. We, we don't know yet. Okay. That's we're not thinking about specifics on that yet. We're thinking of the end goal and we're se- we're sat. We are seated. We are sat. We're sat. We are sad. And we are we are fucking opening lines to SOS and we're just like so fucking lit. <laughs> Who runs up on stage? <laughs> Big Rob. He, that's burning up. So unfortunately that is know, another said- album. That's okay though. I can also stand in. We've talked about this. <laughs> Either way, I'm throwing my bra on stage that I have puffy painted. <laughs> With my phone number on it. March 14th, 15th, 16th, 17th, or 18th. Okay? Bet your bottom dollar. All right. Now breathe in. Breathe out. Now. And now let's move forward in that timeline. And you guys do whatever you can to get us to that show. Do you guys have an uncle who knows a guy who knows a guy who does set stuff? Like, (laughs) I don't know. Okay? If you know someone who knows someone who knows someone, please let me know. Because I would like to know them too. And on that note, thanks for listening. Sign off. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. We'll be chatting with you guys throughout the weekend, first race weekend. Nicole and I will be back together before you know it. Not that any of you care. Um, (laughs) You care. We'll be back for a podcast next week. But until then, we love you. We'll see you on the internet. internet. (laughs) Bye. Bye.